Good morning, this is Christine DiGiacomo and today's morning briefing is called In Recognition of Humility. Humility and the fear of the Lord bring wealth and honor and life. True humility comes from a place of strength and inner security. Genuinely humble people who have a desire to seek the well-being of others are generally very secure people. They are fully aware of their gifts, their training, their experience, and all the attributes that make them successful at whatever they do. That security, that honest, healthy self-assessment, results in more than healthy self-assessment, results in more than a humble constitution. It translates into actions that can be observed, actions that we will want to emulate. But as we studied in humility, a virtue to be desired, The humble do not feel the need to trumpet their successes or play know-it-all. They continue to do the things that make them successful, such as listening well, taking time for others, and learning from other people. We've been talking about humility, of course, maybe unaware that it is so rich a subject until now and so akin to love. Another valuable step in learning about personal humility is to observe someone who is truly humble. Study him. Why is he like that? I can still remember when I learned the self-emptying theory in Philippians chapter 2 in college, some 34 years ago now, and the impact it made on me. Having recently studied Philippians, you will remember it starting in verse 5. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in human appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Isn't it interesting that Paul said, have the same attitude as Jesus? Wait a second, is humility an attitude? Look up attitude in in your dictionary. Did Paul say this right? Is humility an attitude? Then it should be easily changed, right? I think it is a matter of seeing the value of humility, putting a premium on it personally, and again, seeing our rightful place before God. Remarkably, no matter what was said or done to Jesus, he was unbelievably humble. Again, what an upside-down economy from ours. He said, whoever is the least among us will be the greatest. Huh? We cannot underestimate the impact of the cultural values that press in about us at all times, trying to shape us, trying to mold us. Whereas Paul warned us, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Or as the Phillips translation states, do not let the world squeeze you into its mold. We remember that Jesus told the arrogant Pharisees who had a puffed up, improper view of self that the greatest commandment was to love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbor as ourselves. Paul elaborates on this when he says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition 
or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than ourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Again, the common dictionary definition says pride is a sense of one's own proper dignity or value, self-respect. Where do we get proper dignity? It is the realization we are nothing, and we have nothing but by the grace of our Creator. I mean, did you choose your height? Did you choose your family of origin or place of birth? Realizing that most of us were born in freedom? Oh, no, you didn't, child. You are a person of worth because you are loved by God, extended His grace, invited into relationship with Him, there to live with Him forever. That is what gives you your worth, even though you might be right fine looking and all. So there's no basis for arrogant pride. Instead, let us put others' needs and feelings above our own. Let's move toward humility. Humility. There's so much to think about. But first, we must value it. We must esteem it and desire to be about it ourselves so that we will be teachable, quietly confident, patient, teachable, good listeners, courteous, forgiving, and known for giving others the benefit of the doubt. Indeed, always believing the best of others. Ah, humility. First, we need to recognize its value, and then we need to purpose to bring it back. If you'd like to read this, you can go to pastorwoman.com, where you will find it under Real Life Bible Teaching and Morning Briefings.